What's on your mind this morning? Uh, please send us your voice notes. Uh, we love hearing from you. Maybe you are Zimbabwean and you haven't gone home to vote. Uh, care to share why not? 0815773333. Right now, it is time for Fresh Polytrix with author and political analyst Ralph Matecha. The, uh, uh, the ANC, no, no, the EFF turned yeah. five last Thursday, Ralph. Uh, good morning, Fresh. Good morning to Paul, Somezi, NG, and everyone in studio. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it's a momentous uh, time for the EFF. I mean, they've survived this far, and they are turning five. It's a, I think it is a remarkable achievement, Fresh. I'll tell you uh, why quickly. If you look at the statistics, you look at uh, the parties that usually occupy the third position to the ANC and the DA, those parties usually don't maintain the third position election on election, and they tend not to become, not, not to remain quite dominant. But the EFF has been able to maintain it, and I believe that uh, they will remain even the third dominant party come the 2019 election in terms of the electoral base. So I think they've done very well. They tend to actually get uh, what I call a, a, a disproportionate influence on the political narratives, on the discourse on policy in South Africa. I mean, if you take into consideration that this is the party that is at about 6.5%, but if you listen to them in the public space, you feel you are listening to a party that is sitting at uh, maybe 41% mm. up there. So I think they've done very well for themselves. The celebration at the weekend, uh, Juju had a lot to say, your, your views? Of course. I mean, uh, I, I, I do think they continue to raise very important issues. And I, again, I, I've, I've watched uh, on Twitter people relating differently to the idea that uh, uh, they are watching Petrus Motepe and they want to make sure that uh, there is no second state capture that is underway. I mean, the suspicion is warranted. Right? I've seen people saying that no, Motepe uh, is bringing the best here, some writing. President Motepe and so forth. And of course, this comes in the EFF style. You know how the EFF raise their issues mm. first. They've done it for the past five years. They don't care who they who they get to offend. They don't ask themselves, uh, can we make it softer? I don't think they make those considerations. They just go at it. They name names. They offend. But that is their style of politics, I mm. guess. Uh, we just have to live with them. The future of the EFF? I think that the difficulty, fresh. I'm, I'm, I'm quite convinced that uh, they will remain the third party. I don't think they will fizzle out like what we have seen with COPE, uh, which fizzled out uh, in the 2014 election after that spectacular entrance in the 2009 election. So I think the EFF is likely to retain this third position. And I, I do think that uh, they will grow on the margin. I think they might go to double digits. I don't think they will double what they have now, but I do think that... Uh, uh, 10% somewhere there, growth, 3% margin, taking them to the double digit, I think it is not impossible for them. I think the bigger challenge is how do they really position themselves to be an alternative party that you can vote for and place in power. They refuse to acknowledge that they might need to adjust some of their policy stance so that they can be practical, so that they can be trusted to be placed in power. Now, speaking of uh, people who are being placed in power today, we've got the Zimbabwe elections happening mm. today. Um, your thoughts on especially Robert Mugabe's speech? 
I mean, I think, ironically, uh, uh, Mugabe, what he said uh, for the first time, I mean, uh, these elections are making history, of course, is the first time they're going there without Mugabe as the president. But even most importantly, I would say it is the first time that Mugabe is actually saying to the people they should not vote for his own uh, liberation party, mm. than PF. Mm. It makes history as well. I mean, uh, someone who has stayed there under ZANU-PF for years now does not even trust ZANU-PF. It it just keeps on getting bizarre and bizarre. But I do think that at the end of the day, the people of Zimbabwe, they are coming closer to a free and fair election. They are coming closer. And we know that the opposition, they are raising concerns there, saying that elections are going to be rigged. But this is the most contested we have seen uh, in Zimbabwe, even more contested than uh, the the, the, the contentious, I think it was the 1990, the 2008 elections also, uh, where South Africa wrote a report that they went, or dominated a report that said they went away. These ones are very much contested, and I think the people of Zimbabwe should be excited about what's happening in their country. Fifteen minutes after eight, Metro FM is where you're at. We're talking fresh politics with Ralph Mateka. Uh, Ralph, isn't there a legitimate fear, though, with uh, how Emerson Nangagwa actually came into power? He is the person that was in charge of the army, the police and the likes. Isn't there a legitimate fear from uh, the opposition that a person who is supported by that sphere of government should be feared in terms of him actually not intimidating the people that are going to be voting? And it, it was a coup. I mean, uh, it was. Uh, you know, yeah. dress it how you like it. It yeah. was a coup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you are right there. It was a coup. And, and, and fresh, it's been my view, it's been my view, Angie, there that uh, I, I thought that uh, they should have refreshed the mandate immediately. If the army did not mean to matter, they should have allowed for free and fair election mm. by then, but not allow ZANU-PF to settle in government through a coup and then use its hold on power to try to perpetuate its uh, continued existence. I mean, there is indeed a legitimate fear. Uh, the main question is whether the army will accept the opposition to form mm-hmm. government here. Because if they stepped on, changed uh, civilian government, civilian leader uh, in the middle of a term, what will prevent them from resisting and, uh, the opposition party taking on? Where does the army position itself here? And if you correctly state there, they just came straight from a coup. There is all legitimate reason for anxiety relating to these elections. Wrapping up, Ralph. For the longest time, um, Mugabe was the face and synonymous with uh, ZANU, uh, Chief Butelezi with the IFP. How will the EFF do minus a juju? Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know, Fresh, that is very much important because this is why most opposition parties suffer this thing. Uh, the, the character of the EFF is the character of, of Juju. Of course, he has, he, has a, he has endured personal anguish to a point where he had to form the EFF. So mm-hmm. he's got the right to claim it. But the question is, how do you balance that? I mean, if Juju is not there, can you actually imagine the EFF retaining that character? It is going to be very difficult. But we, we see similar sentiments with uh, uh, other parties as well. I mean, uh, remember Magwazam Sidi, when she went sick of the NFT, mm. she then sent her daughter to read the speech in one of uh, the events, and you ask yourself, how are these parties formed, actually? Uh, we know the circumstances, but are they unable to evolve away from the founding members of this party? Mm. Uh, that's proven to be quite difficult. Mm. Ralph, we'll leave it at that. Uh, your new book is out in stores. What's the name of the book? Where can we get it? 
It is uh, Ramaphosa's turn. It's available at uh, various bookstores, CNA exclusive, and so forth. Thank you very much, Ralph Mateka, ladies and gentlemen. This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM.